This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Celebrity Escape Room After Show. We are so excited to be talking about this in honor of Red Nose Day. It was an epic night of lots of puzzles. And I'm Emily May, and we're going to break it down all here today, but I am not alone. I have a fabulous panel of hosts. I have Mina Wahab, who is a huge escape room enthusiast, who is going to just solve all the puzzles for us. Welcome, Mina. How are you doing today? I'm great. How are you guys doing? Good. We're good. Awesome. And then I also have Monsi Bolanos, who is in love with anything Lisa Kudrow and anything Courtney Cox, <laughs> anything Friends. Any so Friends. This was the perfect, perfect event for her to, to join us on. And I'm sure you're going to give us, and you're in charge of our special segment. So yes, I'm super excited. Special escape room trivia. And that's going to be really fun because I don't know if I would be able to escape this room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Let's get going. Yeah, we're going to get going. So again, to break this down, this was a special evening where these celebrities were stuck in an escape room. We have Lisa Kudrow, Courtney Cox. We have Adam Scott and Ben Stiller. And then we have the game room kind of, uh, I guess, person that created it, Jack Black, (laughs) who is kind of orchestrating all of these problems. And it kind of is a little buzzer uh, buzzer trigger happy trying to uh drive those celebrities a little bit crazy uh and we're all raising money for red nose day and they had all of these challenges that they had to get through so again they have 60 minutes they're racing to the clock to raise as much funds as possible so let's talk about it um we begin in uh this this uh, elevator, which I, I love how the celebrities <laughs> think that it's an escape room. And so I mm-hmm. want to get your thoughts on what what were your expectations going into this? How many rooms did you think were there going to be? And, you know, this first room they go into is this like 80s throwback, right? And it had a lot of like Easter eggs, a lot of hidden 
uh, hidden items from these celebrities, kind of the shows that they've been on. So uh, why don't we start with you, Mina? What did you think of this first room and this, uh, I thought it was pretty fun. Yeah, no, I definitely loved it. I I was really excited to see who would be the one like solving everything. And for yeah. some reason, I just felt like Ben Stiller was going to get everything. I just had this like <laughs> weird feeling that he was going to be the one like figuring everything out. But um, I was the most entertained by Lisa Kudrow throughout the entire <laughs> thing, like from the very beginning, like from like her little sassy remarks where she's like, yeah, like, you know, I wasn't really planning on getting super involved with this. I was going to let them figure this out. But like knowing them, no one's going to figure it out. So I guess it's in my hands. Like, I just thought that was super funny. And I also loved how, I don't remember if it was the first room, but one of the rooms was based on their birthdays. And I yeah. loved that because it was just a reminder of their astrological sign. And I was like, oh, okay. Like yeah. Lisa and Leo and like Ben's a Sagittarius and Adam's an Aries. And I was just like going through that. And I was like, okay, this makes sense. This really makes sense now. Yeah. I mean, I loved how like you're getting, this is like comedy gold. You have some of the top comedic actors in one room and you have Jack Black kind of leading the way, causing all this uh, trouble. Uh, Monty, what did you think about kind of this first initial reaction to all of these rooms and kind of getting this whole band of stars together? You know, when it started and you kind of got in the elevator and you opened up to that first room, I was like, what kind of escape room is this? All the escape rooms I've done are tiny little things. And like, this one was like, like elaborate, <laughs> just crazy. And all the little details, just like Mina was saying, the little details, so good. It, you know, I'm... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline big friends fans so they had the frame the empty frame that was on monica's door and when i saw that i was like oh i love that the little details they all have such a rich history in tv and film that it was such a nice thing to put together all of them because they're not all connected under one show or one movie yeah. so it was really nice to see it i thought the details were great i wish i could one day do an escape room as gigantic that would be so much one. fun right um, so thinking of like the details of, of, of all these rooms, what was your favorite room that you loved? You know, we had the eighties room, we had the locker room that was kind of that old, like going, walking down the high school, uh, high school hallways. We had this huge prom, prom, uh, extravaganza escape room. And that was kind of like the big culmination. Um, what was your favorite? Because you're like our, you know, our escape room fan. Uh, you're our expert here. So I need to know from you what, like, this was huge, right? So um, what were those kind of little hidden things that you loved? You know, this room was so simple, but from the very first room, just having that giant Rubik's cube in the middle of the room <laughs> and like having the bulletin board and having to figure out those two things, that was my favorite room because it was kind of like the first glimpse of us seeing these celebrities interact with one another and like how are they going to get through all of this 
And like, just like them even going through the elevator and someone being like, what's nine times four? And they're like, is it 36? Like, <laughs> I know, it makes you double think and double check yeah, everything yeah. you know. Seriously. Um, uh, so what we had some, uh, I feel like we had some standout stars in this. I mean, they're all stars, but I meant like high performing stars yeah. here where they really shined. And so uh, I want to know from you, Mina, who did you think in this kind of whole episode, who do you think was the best person that kind of solved the most puzzles and kind of was the best team player? Oh, 100% Courtney Cox, aka yeah. Monica from Friends. Monica, she kind <laughs> of like killed it. Attitude. Yeah, I literally yeah. felt like she was her character in Friends. Like she was very like, okay, like we're gonna do this. And there was something about her though, like on the show where I felt like she was kind of like the secret weapon where she was kind of quiet and you weren't expecting her. Mm-hmm. And then she just came in and killed it. But she wasn't like stealing the glory or the spotlight the way Adam Scott was kind of like, joking around and playing into his personality of knowing everything yeah. he yeah. was more like the quiet like on the sidelines you know figuring everything out but then like standing like away and making it like a team effort more of like oh I figured all of this out on my own yeah. Monty who yeah. did you think was like your favorite that you loved seeing? I mean I obviously like I was going to love Lisa Kudrow because I knew she was going to be so fun about it. And from the very beginning, she was kind of like, I don't think I'm going to do too much. So I was already expecting her commentary to be on point. But you're right. You guys are right. Courtney Cox came out. She was Monica Geller. And she was like, I got to do this. And it's so funny because in these situations, whenever you do an escape room, you don't know who is going to kind of take on the leader role. And you have to work together. So you really didn't know how they were going to mesh. You know, you knew Courtney Cox and Lisa Kujo were going to mesh because they still hang out, they're friends. But you didn't know as together as a group how it was going to go. And I love, I love that it was Courtney. I honestly thought it was going to be Ben Stiller or Adam Scott who were going to be like the ones that were on it. Mm -hmm. And it was nice to see Courtney Cox be kind of like you said, sneaky and got in there and was like, I'm going to show you what women do. We run the world. We're going to get out of this escape room. Yes. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I mean, I have to say Ben Stiller and Adam Scott kind of added Lisa Kudrow added some comedic elements but the fact that there was that moment where they started yelling like oh let's let's yell let's make some noise like they added these like ridiculous moments that we know are not gonna like aren't gonna help get out of this room but they they added some some great uh comedic relief (laughs) yeah for sure it's so funny because I thought Ben Stiller would be the funniest I mean he's literally (laughs) cast in comedies all the time yeah yeah really have yeah. serious rules but I was so surprised to see that Lisa Kudrow like in my opinion was the funniest and even Adam Scott's lines had me laughing out loud um yeah I really felt like that was kind of random casting with Adam Scott because I was like okay like Lisa Kudrow like you know all of these people were on Friends like Ben Stiller was even on Friends yeah. at one point and like Adam Scott just felt random to me yeah but I really did like him on the show it just it almost felt like he was, he's like the youngest out of all of them. It felt misplaced in a weird way, but I also think he brought a lot of comic relief to the side. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. he helped Courtney Cox get out of the janitor's closet. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have to give him that. Definitely. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so I want to talk about, there were so many puzzles that they had to solve. They had the Rubik's Cube. They had the yearbook where they had to actually find their, their high school yearbook. And then there was photos and then they had to find the order in which to put them on the bulletin board. They had this memory board game that they had to kind of find the sequence of light and then be on it. 
uh, at the right time. There was so many really great puzzles that I found super fun. I don't know how I would do with them in real life, but I wanted to hear, uh, Monty, what was your favorite puzzle that they solved? And one that you were like super like, oh, that's, that's exciting to see. I, I really enjoyed the end a lot when they did the, the matching of the lights before they sing and they kept messing up. It was like they all knew that they had to wait, but it still took 17 tries before they realized that they had to wait and it wasn't one by one. It's a team building exercise. <laughs> it was so, so funny. And then when they sing and you can tell that Lisa Kudrow has no idea what song this is. Nope. And she's <laughs> trying, she's, she's doing it. She's doing it. I thought it was such it was a good way to end the show because like you just said there were so many good puzzles these two at the end I thought were like a bang I I loved it but that lights when they're trying to like do it in order that Jack Black is hitting I was dying laughing oh my when they couldn't get together totally <laughs> totally Mina what was your favorite uh puzzle of this uh this event my favorite puzzle that's really hard I know that there was one part where they were infusing trivia into it in the very beginning mm -hmm. where they were like oh like I invented post-it notes and that was from mm -hmm. Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion yes! with Lisa Kujo and I was like <laughs> oh my god like this is so great this is gold and then they said something about capital punishment which was a band Ben Stiller was in and I was like mm -hmm. really I never knew that and I love Ben Stiller and I had no clue so that part in the very beginning when they were just like infusing trivia and then they had to utilize that in order to solve the puzzle was by far my favorite part because I would have never imagined an escape room based on like trivia about the people involved. Totally. Yeah. I, mean, I, I loved that they used like the birthdays as like a sequence they had to figure out. And like what's nice is, yes, like Lisa Kudrow and Courtney Cox know each other, but and, and Ben Stiller, they know, uh, they know mm -hmm. them a little bit, but I just loved how they got to know each other a little bit and it just shows like they're all very different personalities. And so I loved kind of seeing all of them kind of either like step, take a step back from like the characters they usually play. They're either a little bit quieter, um, like Lisa Kudrow and, uh, and, uh, Ben Stiller, I feel like we're a little bit quieter than I thought they would have been. Mm -hmm. um, so they I, were probably cursing and they couldn't show that. So they exactly. cut all that out. I, exactly. I can only imagine Lisa Kudrow dropping so many F-bombs and saying bad words when she couldn't figure it out, but they're probably like, well, we can't show any of her. So. Totally. Can we, talk so about, uh, can we talk about, there was two elements that I really liked. Uh, Jack Black, so him as the as kind of the game master who was causing all the all the problems and that buzzer was really getting on Lisa Kudrow's nerves. <laughs> and then there was kind of these little uh, kind of cameo appearances by some other celebrities like Kelly Clarkson. Um, we had Keenan Thompson. We had um, Paul Rudd popped up. Um, so what did uh, what did you guys think of these two elements? Loved it. I love those little cameos of them like being stuck in other rooms that still couldn't get out. Um, I can't, who was it that was like, I gotta go feed my cat. Like, you oh. gotta let me go. Okay, okay. Uh, Kate, so Kate McKinnon. Good. Kate McKinnon. Yes, thank yeah. you. Kate McKinnon. Thank you. Yeah, when she was like, I gotta go feed my cat. I was like, this yeah. is funny. This is, this was well thought of. And I liked that they added that because it's like, you know, it makes you feel like Jack Black really is this dude who has created this environment, not just for the four people we're watching, but it's happening for others, you know? It's yeah. so good, I loved it. I loved Kelly Clarkson's cameo. I remember she was like singing something and it was, I really enjoyed that bit. 
Um, I feel like they could have done even more with the cameos though. I feel like they could have mm -hmm. made it a little bit more creative where like the celebrity is inserting a clue, but it's like relevant to that celebrity's, you know, mm -hmm. filmography or something. Um, I feel like they could have totally played up that element more. Also, I've done a, like a few escape rooms. I love escape rooms. And the thing that I noticed that was different about this one than the ones I've done is usually there's like a cohesive storyline when you do an escape mm. And then that room will lead into another secret room. With this one, there was like no storyline or intro. And I think that could have kind of made it stronger where they're like, okay, so like this is what's going on and you have to solve it. And this is the character involved. I think that would have added like a really fun flavor to it as opposed to just going to different rooms that are completely separate from one another and don't have like a cohesive story tying them all together. Yeah, no, I, I, that's a really, really valid point. Um, Monty, you were saying? I totally agree with you, Mina, that if it would have had some concrete storyline, but I think they tried to do that with the theme. It was like 80s and then school and then prom. Yeah. I feel okay. like that was, it was connected, but I totally agree with you. There was no storyline yeah. like other escape rooms where it's like, this is the point of this. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I'm with you on that, but I think that's the way they kept it together. That they were yeah. like 80s high school locker the prom done you know yeah it would have been funny if they i know they filmed this before quarantine but how funny is it that it's so relevant to being quarantined and stuck inside a space that you want to escape and that you I can't know. escape i love yeah. that too it was like perfect timing. i know it was totally perfect timing and I, I i i totally agree with you on the theme like i love the theme i love that it was like an 80s throwback and then you got to like be kind of stuck in school and you had to get to prom like getting to prom was your goal right <laughs> yeah and then mm -hmm. getting out of the room was your secondary goal <laughs> and what but i've done escape rooms as well before and it's usually like a zombie apocalypse or something where mm -hmm. you're like you're stuck, you're held captive by a, a murderer, and then you gotta yeah. get out, you know? So there's always, I, yeah, I've been to some weird ones. Perfect but, for NBC. <laughs> yeah, but I can see how that's not great for NBC. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, there was also another part towards the end uh, where they were like trying to figure out, okay, prom happens at 9 p.m. And so they were like trying to figure out the numbers when it was so yeah. simple. And I love that part so much because it like reminds me of like all those movies with like Jim Carrey, like the number 23, where they're like 24, 23, 22, what does it all mean? And it's like, it's so simple. Like that stuff is just a decoy. So I loved yeah. how, um, I think it was Monica who actually figured that one out and she just yeah. like tilted it and everyone's like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> what's wild is like Courtney Cox was was so great in this escape room. Mm -hmm. She not only found the the symbols on like the floor, she found the, she figured out the label on the champagne bottle and all mm -hmm. those different mixes of colors <laughs> um, and trying to figure that out. I was like, she, she yeah. found things that I don't even think I would find. Red and white right. is not orange. That was like the most basic thing ever. I, know. I was shocked that everyone didn't realize that that was pink and that red and yellow make orange. I was like, how yeah. do you don't know that? I, yeah. you know, it is a lot of pressure. They're being filmed and, you know, I feel like your personality and kind of your, your like mind kind of goes to a different place when you're stuck in escape rooms. Um, so yeah. with, with kind of, yeah, Monsi. I was just say, and imagine like you're responsible for money. Like as much as you want this to be yeah. fun, you know, deep down they were like, we have to actually do a good job. 
we can't just come in here and like pretend to mess around and we don't raise money. So I'm sure they felt a little pressure uh, because they're responsible for, for giving a, a large sum exactly. of money for Red Nose Day. Exactly. Speaking of that, like, so every puzzle that they solved, they raised a certain amount for Ro uh, Red Nose Day. Um, Mina, do you want to um, talk a little bit about that and what Red Nose Day is and yes. why, why NBC did this special? Yes, definitely. So what's so cool is they actually posted on Twitter on the Red Nose Day account. Um, they, they captioned it, hashtag Red Nose Day was so incredible. What an amazing night. Nearly $32 million raised and counting all thanks wow. to you. But we're just getting started. As long as children are in need, every day is Red Nose Day. Together, we can change the story for good. So I love that they did this. This is actually the sixth annual Red Nose Day in the United States and millions of people tuned into NBC last night for the Red Nose Day programming. So not just the Celebrity Escape Room special, but there was actually stuff after mm -hmm. that as well that I like tuned into just because it was pretty interesting. Um, so this is like the first time that it's like fully digital because of COVID-19. So it adds a different element to it. But I think this is so great that they're trying to raise awareness about helping kids across America. Um, and what an amazing way to do it through charity too, mm -hmm. to, make, to infuse entertainment with social good. I think the whole concept was really great. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's so, it's so incredible. I feel like this was such a, I, I feel like they should have more episodes like this. I feel like yeah. they should have so many more celebrities come in and do these types of things for charity or even just for fun. <laughs> yeah, and you we were just saying how like we didn't understand, you know, how they picked those four, but I bet you that helped them because people who were fans of Parks and Rec maybe watched it because of Adam Scott. People yeah. who were fans of Ben Stiller, you know, like I was like, oh, friends, I'm gonna watch it. That was probably their thought. Like, let's just kind of grab different people, different fans who might watch this and then sit down and finish watching the rest of the show. Cause that was a special, but like you said, Mina, Red Nose Day kept going. That special mm -hmm. was like, you know, for hours. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good point that I feel like you're you're pulling so many different fan mm -hmm. bases together in, for this cause. And it's a great thing to do. And it was super fun. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would have loved to see, I know this is a little bit more complicated, but you know how like when you do an escape room in real life, you're not only beating the clock, but you're beating other participants time of that same exact escape room. It would be so cool if they keep redoing this escape room theme, but they'll do it like, okay, friends is and then they'll do like Game of Thrones and like just different TV shows and see like, okay, who has the best time? Like what was the most entertaining, but it's all like the same level difficulty escape room. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. that I would be that. fun. That would be cool to get the cast of friends together to do a friend's escape room. To see I would love that. <laughs> The cast of friends who just get together all the time. Just all the time, <laughs> I know. Central Perk. Goodness, <laughs> yes, for everything. Ah, it's about I, I'd tune into a Seinfeld game. one. Like, hands down, that would be my favorite one. <laughs> that would be pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we are going to get to our special segment. We have a special escape room trivia. I know we've talked about how, how we would escape a room if we would even be able to, I feel like Mina is going to beat me here on this. <laughs> but let's let's hear it, Monsi. What this uh, what this trivia is? Well, this is what I figured. Since you guys have to work as a team in an escape room, I'm going to ask you ten questions. I'll give you about ten seconds to discuss the answer. I'm also going to give you multiple choice. You okay. have to get eight right because that's a pass 
because seven out of 10 is a C. No, 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 we need to pass a B or an A. So you need to get eight right in order to escape my escape room right here. All right, okay, All right. Chat, you're gonna have to, the chat is gonna have to help us out here. Yes, chat can help as well. And I'll give yes. you a couple seconds to ask each other what you think, but you're gonna answer together. You guys are a team, okay? okay. Yes. All right, Mina, okay, first, got this. All right. All right, first question. What is the name of the cat in the movie Meet the Parents, starring Ben Stiller? Binksy. Oh, I'm gonna give. Okay, you can't. I'm sure. Go for it. Never mind. No, I got it wrong. I just realized it's something else. No, is it not? Is it something else? I think so. Well, I'll give you the four options. Okay. Trixie, Jax, Mr. Jinx. Jinx. Or Snowball. Yeah. Jinx. Yeah, Mr. Jinx. Jinx. Yeah. Yes, gals, you got that one right. Good okay, job. High five. Just all high five. Woo. Okay. <laughs> We're winning so far. Okay. In Friends, why do Monica and Phoebe buy a van? Oh. For massages? For catering? For guitar lessons? Or to use it as a taxi? Catering. I would always say catering. Catering. It's catering. Yeah. Catering, ding, ding, ding. You guys are doing well. Good job, good job. I just remember that Monica's a chef, so it's got to be she's a chef. Yeah, it's catering. I I was trying to confuse you with guitar lessons and massages. Yeah. That's what Phoebe does, but you got it, you got it. Okay. (laughs) This one might be a little difficult, but let's see. Okay. Jack Black appears in a movie within what sitcom? Parks and Rec, The Office, Superstore, or Family Guy? Mm. wait appears in a really movie hard. in a tv he show? is in a sitcom and they watch a movie and he is the star of the movie so it's like its own oh it's really meta can you it's repeat the choices meta. one more time yes parks and rec the office superstore or family guy i feel like it's got to be family guy just because they always make fun of celebrities in it I feel I like know. it's not the office and I feel like superstore. That's too recent. I don't think he's been super relevant during I don't, that time. Okay, I'm gonna mm, Okay, I'll go with your choice, Mina. Or is I'll it Parks and Rec? It might be Parks and Rec. It might be Parks and Rec too, because they, Yeah. I feel like it's Parks and Rec. Wait, it's a sitcom in a I'll go with your first instinct. Go with your first instinct. I think it's you Parks and Rec. Is that your first instinct or it's family guy? Family. I don't know. Both of them are. Let's go with Parks and Rec. Parks okay. and Rec. Yeah. No, it is The Office. Really? If you guys remember, Pam, Jim, and Andy are watching a movie, and they're, like, trying to criticize the movie, and it stars Jack Black. He's dating Jessica Alba, but then dates Jessica <laughs> Alba's mother or, like, grandmother. <laughs> it's, like, super bizarre, but... Uh, you guys got one wrong, but that's okay. You're still, okay. You're still good. You're still I didn't good. remember okay. that. Okay. I don't remember that episode at no. all, and I love The Office. Oh, I got you guys. I got you guys. Okay. I'm sorry. All right. It's okay. In the sitcom Parks and Rec, Ooh. Ben Wyatt, played by Adam Scott, yeah. becomes the youngest mayor of what town? Eagleton, Pawnee, Partridge, or Icetown? I mean, Pawnee. Bonnie is the town that Amy Poehler's in charge of. Yeah, it's not so that. So I don't think it's that one, unless this no. is a trick question. I think it's the first one, but I, I don't watch Parks and Rec, so I don't I know. I think, oh God, I, I just watched it again. I think it's, what is it again? The first one? Eagleton, Pawnee, Partridge, or Icetown? I think it's the first one. Yeah. I'm totally blanking. 
Yeah, the first one. What happens is pressure. Eagleton. <laughs> pressure. I know. Let's Eagleton. do Eagleton. It's not Eagleton. Oh. It's Ice Partridge. Partridge. And then he they call it Ice Town after he messes up. And he That's what I thought. It. Ice Town. Okay. I got all confused. See? All good. All good, you guys. Oh, doing do great. we not doing escape great. the room yet? We have an escape. You have you have you've missed two, so you Okay, have we can't miss any more. We can't miss anymore. And miss I have a bonus ten. one. I do have a bonus one, but it's without any any um multiple choice. So you're gonna have to get us on your own and that earn points you. back. Can we earn points back? Yes. With this with the with the bonus, the bonus. question because okay. it's not yes. Okay, next one. Right. What television series was the first to air the sound of a toilet being flushed? Okay. First television series to air the sound of a toilet being flushed. Leave it to Beaver, All in the Family, Mod, or The Adams Family? Leave it, wait, so leave it to leave Beaver, it to Beaver or All in the Family, Mod, or The Adams Family? Man, you're tough. <laughs> well, these aren't easy. Which one is like the most recent other than The Adams Family? It's that one. Because <laughs> I feel like they wouldn't do that and like leave it to Beaver because that's a really old show. I don't know. That's the right. That's the right thought. No, process. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say leave it to Beaver because I feel like that's that was like I feel like that's so old though that they wouldn't do that. It would be too taboo to do it like in a show that old. Wouldn't it be All in the Family? Like it would have to be. I feel like we got to go with All in the Family because it's not the most recent, but it's not the oldest. It's like in the middle. <laughs> that's my that's my train of thought. We'll just do All in the Family. Oh. She got it. It is okay all right all right who is the youngest person who's the youngest person to host snl fred savage miley cyrus macaulay culkin drew barrymore did drew barrymore ever host it when she was a teen because i know she's been famous since et I don't know if she like hosted it when she was I mean, a teen. I feel was, like she did. I feel I, like she was the youngest. I know that's what I was thinking because she was like she had a lot of movies when she was young. I'm gonna say Drew Barrymore too. Yeah, like let's do that. You, you're right, gals. Eight years old. Yeah, eight years old. That's when she was Good super job. famous because yeah. she was on talk shows on that. On age, ET, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like press junket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What product was advertised in the very first TV commercial? Charmin bath tissue, Belova watches, Philip Morris cigarettes, or Winchell's donuts. So the very Ooh. first commercial ever televised. I feel like those donuts have been around for a very long time. Uh-huh. I feel like it's got to be the donuts because those donuts have been like a huge staple. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you, your instincts have been right. I'm going to go with you. I think donuts too. <laughs> It's not it's donuts. Cigarettes. It's cigarettes? No, and it's not the cigarettes either. It was the watches. Below the watches. I had no in idea. 1941 in oh, New God. York during a Dodgers Phillies game. It was during a baseball game. Oh, that it first ever. I know. All right, Mina, All right. I think I think we're stuck in this escape. No, we, no, no, you have the bonus round. Too. You have the bonus one. You have the so bonus okay. round. Okay. <laughs> All right. What is the first animated series made for primetime network television? So first animated series made for primetime television network. The Flintstones, Felix the Cat, Scooby-Doo, or The Simpsons? What is, 
Okay, I feel like The Simpsons is definitely on prime time. Prime time is considered, is Fox part of prime time? I know NBC is prime time. I think yeah, prime time is like time. seven to 10, I think, or like yeah, seven prime, to 11. Yeah, it's evening, so it's like children aren't watching it. So what, um, so what are those choices again? The Flintstones, Felix the Cat, Scooby-Doo, or The Simpsons. I think we have to go older, which I think The Flintstones is the yeah. oldest of that. I'm like debating between Flintstones or Simpsons, but I, I think, think I'm going to do Flintstones because that's older than the Simpsons. Yeah, I agree with you. You guys got it right. That Flintstones. Oh, yes. Good <laughs> job, still Emily. Alive, still alive. Ooh. All right. Two, two more. And then I got the oh bonus ones. Yeah, we got to escape. escape this room. We got to. <laughs> yes. All right. The term EGOT, which stands for Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony, it was coined yeah. by which Miami Vice actor? Michael Talbot? Don Johnson, Philip Michael Thomas, or Edward James Olmos? You got cut out for like the second one, I think. Okay, so Michael Talbot, first one. Don Johnson, Philip Michael Thomas, or Edward James Olmos? I have no idea. It wouldn't even make sense if I it was. Was Edward James Olmos even in Miami Vice? Like the guy in Selena and Stand and Deliver? Was he, he in was Miami Vice? Not as a regular, not like an everyday, but he was. Philip, oh, okay. right? What's the name? Philip? Philip Mike Michael Thomas. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Because he's the, he was in, yeah, he was in the, that. Okay. Yeah. Way to go, Emily. She got it. Woo! That's right. <laughs> I want to get out of here, guys. <laughs> I, all right. Last one in the regular one. Okay. And this one only has three options. So, which actress who played a witch in Hocus Pocus is related to a woman who was accused of being a witch in the Salem witch trials. So the three witches in Hocus Pocus. So Sarah Jessica okay. Parker. Uh, Bette Midler. Bette Midler and Kathy and okay, Jimmy. So, okay, so here's the thing. The Salem witch trials happened in what, the 1600s in the United States. And like, let's be real, there were no Jewish people around. So it can't be Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> there are no Middle Eastern women around at that time. So it can't be Kathy Najimy. So it's got to be Bette Midler, <laughs> right? But I feel like, isn't Bette Midler Jewish as well? That's what I thought too. So I really don't know, but it can't be Sarah Jessica, can it? I mean, but the thing is, it could, like, if you're going back, like, multiple generations of people. Well, it's definitely not Kathy Najimy. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta uh, be either Bette Midler or Sarah Jessica Parker. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go Sarah yeah. Jessica Parker. Okay. And yes, Sarah Jessica oh, Parker. Oh, okay, okay. I had no idea. I had no idea. Oh my All gosh. Right, is that it? Are we out this yet? This is it. All right. You're you're one technically out, but this bonus one, if you get the bonus, because I'm not gonna give you multiple choice, you're gonna have to know the answer. <laughs> okay. If All you right. get this, you have escaped. My escape room. Ooh, All right. Tough. What is the first full-length animated movie ever made? First full-length animated movie. I could give you a hint. Wait. It's a Disney movie. Snow White. Steamboat, Steamboat Willie isn't full-length, full length, right? It's Snow White. Snow White won Best Animated Picture in full-length full animated isn't there there's got to be a movie before snow white though full snow length one won like seven oscars full-length disney animated movie there's no movie before snow white i feel like there's one more before it no 
Okay, we'll go with Snow White then, because I have no I'm idea. Like, if I'm wrong, I'm gonna like not gonna sound. <laughs> Am I right? You escaped. You got it. It was Snow White, <laughs> the first full-length feature animated movie ever released. Woo-hoo! I am bringing yes! Emily to every escape room I ever do in the future. <laughs> Nicely <laughs> done. You got a job. You're, you're a great team. I feel like we could have all escaped this room. I feel like we need to make an After Buzz TV escape room, you know, make it happen. I feel like we're playing it every day right now. (laughs) Yeah. Um, This was amazing. I want to hear your thoughts. Do you think they should do another celebrity escape room? Oh, 100%. That would be so fun. I feel like they need to like change it up with new people, maybe like a different host this time just for fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like it would be really good. It would be cool if they did one with literally like everyone who's like a full, like involved with philanthropy. So like Oprah Winfrey, like mm-hmm. everyone who's like involved in like social good and celebrity stuff, like Leo DiCaprio because he has this whole thing with global warming that he's mm-hmm. passionate about. So mm-hmm. that would be super awesome if they got like all these celebrities together um, to do something like that. Yeah, totally. I think it's a great way for us to see like celebrities in their most natural element because they really are have to be themselves and you kind of it brings stuff out of you being in these situations that you don't know so we get to see them and they become a little bit more personal honestly like think about it than just seeing them as a celebrity so I would love to see more of them continue to do stuff like this so much fun I totally agree with you I feel like when we're all out of here and we can all be together again I feel like I need to we need to all go to an escape room together and we'll have some fun I know there's some around Los Angeles so we will definitely have to do that um thank you both for joining me today as we broke broke down this show uh Mina where can people find you if they want to know where to go for the best (laughs) escape room in Los Angeles you guys can follow me on Instagram or TikTok or Twitter at Mina Makes Magic. Awesome. And Monty, if we want more trivia, which that was really, really tough. <laughs> yeah, you guys find you. <laughs> you can follow me across social media at Monty Bolanos, M-O-N-S-E-B-O-L-A-N-O-S. Oh my gosh, that's so awesome. And you can find me on all social media platforms at Emily Mayheller. This was so fabulous. This was our celebrity escape room after show. And we'll have to try to escape a room soon. Yes. (laughs) See you all later. And uh, hopefully we can do this again. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.